Good morning, Boker Tov. Welcome back to 10 Minutes of Meaning, our weekly learning of Mesil Sisharim, the Ramchal of Moshe Chaim Lutzato's incredible guide and formula for how to live our best lives, how to live and achieve our best selves, how to be the most disciplined and the most dignified, the most elevated, the most enriched, the path of the just, the Mesilas Yisharim. I want to thank our generous sponsors for the year, our dear friends, Chani and Lenny Grunstein, who sponsored in memory of Chani's father, Mr. Aaron Tambor. Aaron Ben Yitzchak is Neshama, should have a wonderful Aliyah. If you'd like to sponsor a future class of 10 Minutes of Meaning or any of our Shirim, please email lee at brsonline.org, lee at brsonline.org. We are concluding the 13th chapter of Mesil Sisharim, the 13th parak. And the Ramchal tells us the following principle, the following rule. Here is the genuine, here is the fundamental principle, the fundamental rule. Again, to catch us up, we have been learning about the principle of precious, how to live a life of the ultimate in discipline, how to be in control of ourselves, how to not give in to our urge, how to not give in to our ego, but how to learn to live without, which is the only thing that can entitle us to live with. The Ramchal, the very first step in this process was Zihirus, how to live a mindful life how to be conscious and conscientious in all that we do, how to be mindful in our thoughts, speech, and action. Then we move to Zerizus, not to be so mindful that it becomes analysis paralysis, but Zerizus, how to act with alacrity, set a goal, and then strive to achieve it. The goal can be in learning, the goal can be in relationships, the goal can be in health and wellness, the goal can be professional and career. Set a goal, then with Zerizus, go and pursue it. And then we moved over to Nikias how to identify what are the things that can bring us down, what are the challenges that can undermine, what are the things that can knock us off course, and how to conquer them, how to always need to protect, move them from conquered, move them from the battleground to the conquered territory. And that led us to this midah of precious. Precious is how to live an elevated life. Just because things are permissible doesn't mean they're good for you or that you should do them. So a big bag of potato chips and a six pack of beer and four football games in a row doesn't say anywhere in halacha it's forbidden. There's nowhere morally or ethically that that's considered corrupt. There's nothing wrong with it. Technically, there's also nothing right with it. And there's nothing righteous with it. And therefore, a person has to ask themselves at all times and in all moments, is this going to make me better? Will it bring out my best? There's nothing wrong with recreation. There's nothing wrong with entertainment. There's nothing wrong with enjoyment. We all need, in order to rejuvenate, re-energize, we all need to disconnect in order to get elevated. However, it has to be done so in moderation. We have to ask ourselves. Here's the kalamiti. Here is the general rule that Ramchal leaves us with. Anything that a person is not need in this world, a person should learn to live without. Now, my dear friends, we could have learned this at any time over the last several hundred years since the Ramchal gave us and gifted us this monumental work. But no time in those last few centuries have these words been so resonant as they are for us this past year? What the Ramchal is saying is live life and divide between what is essential and what is non-essential. What is essential and what is not essential? You want to live a meaningful life, a rich life, a purposeful life? You want to live a happy life and a functional life and a balanced life? then always remain aware and mindful of the difference between what is essential and what is unessential. And it doesn't matter that we can't enjoy and experience also what's unessential, but we can never confuse and think it is essential. And so ask the people of Texas, what's essential? Heat, warmth, 
security. Last week, those snowstorms, the loss of power. Power in our lives is essential. It's a risk to the life without it. Corona, we have reevaluated and reprioritized and recalibrated our very definitions of what is essential and what is non-essential. And the things that we always thought were essential, we've learned if we have our health and our wellness, if we have the next meal on our table, the people in our family are surrounding us, then those other things are not essential. What is essential? What is not essential? And the Ramchal very importantly gives us both sides of the coin. And he says if you confuse and consider something non-essential essential, you're going to disrupt your life. You're going to compromise your life, your happiness, your well-being. But also, and equally importantly true, if you confuse what is essential and you consider it unessential, you're also going to compromise your life. The things that should matter the most, you dismiss and neglect and throw them away and declare them non-essential. What a waste. What a mistake. You're making a terrible miscalculation. It is a terrible mistake. As Jack writes here in the comments, the difference between needs and wants. What are our needs and what are my wants? There's nothing wrong with wanting things. I want a whole lot of things. But I can't confuse my need with my want. As I said, the people of Texas learned having heat in your home is a need. Having heat in your home is a need. Having a bigger flat screen TV or the latest iPhone, that's a want. So we have to know the difference between a need and a want, essential and non-essential. In fact, one of the extraordinary things to come out of this year in this pandemic is that the whole world are using these words. It's not just the Jewish people, but these core values of constantly evaluating and reevaluating essential and non-essential, need and want, has become part of the vernacular become part of the casual conversation of the world. And that's what the Midah of Precious is all about. This year, this year of the pandemic, has by force, has by force uh, caused all of us to live a life of Precious. We haven't been able to travel. We haven't been able to shop. We haven't been able to go to sporting events. We haven't been able to gather. We haven't been able to do all these things that we were used to and all these things that we thought were so core to our lives. But it turns out as important and as enjoyable as they are, many of them are not essential. What's essential is health and well-being. What is essential is safety and security. What is essential, family. What is essential is spirit, is soul, is neshama. Those are essential. So to confuse and to think that non-essential is essential is a terrible mistake. But so is to confuse and think that which is essential and to dismiss it as unimportant and is non-essential, what a terrible mistake. This year has taught us a lot about ourselves, a lot about the world, about our, a lot about our lives, about what we can't live without and what we can't, and what we've learned we can live with. And the question is, do we take it and build on it? This midah of precious. We've been forced to abstain and to transcend and to recoil and to live without, and now what do we do with it? This is a sound rule. This is a sound rule. It is a sound rule, but the application of the specifics are left to each person's discretion. Says the Ramchal, there's no sif in Shulchan Aruch, there's no paragraph in the Code of Jewish Law, there's no verse in the Torah that's going to detail for each person how to live without even that which is permissible. There is no Code of Jewish Law which tells you this is the definition of essential and non-essential. These are critically important conversations to have with ourselves and with those around us. 
shikol hadas to be able to use our own our own judgment. in in Proverbs that a person is extolled in accordance with a degree of intelligence. Because, says the Ramchal, we cannot gather, we cannot ex- uh, explicitly lay out all the details. They're complicated, they're difficult, and they're different for everybody. And therefore, a person needs to, therefore, a person needs to be able to draw the conclusions on their own. Everybody on their own. Everybody on their own. And so, I leave you with that thought, that we continue this conversation of essential versus non-essential, and that we always reprioritize and recalibrate in our lives, and that when we've learned to live without, we can truly live and enjoy and make the most out of living with. Join us at 8.45 for Living with Emunah. We concluded the 13th parak, the parak of Precious. We'll pick up next week, parak Yudalad Chalkei HaPrishus, the different parts of Precious. In fact, Tanis Esther, tomorrow we're going to fast. There's no precious greater than that. There's no experience of living without greater than a fast day, in learn, which we literally learn to live without by depriving ourselves of food and drink and proving that we can be angelic, that we are a soul that is a body, not a body that has a soul. On a fast day, we tap into and we remind ourselves of that capacity for precious, of that capacity to transcend, of that capacity to live without. So don't just feel the growl of your stomach. Don't just long for the fast to be over, but lean into that fast and lean into the recognition of what is essential and not essential and what it is to live without and what it is to tap into that holiness. Again, join us 8.45, Living with the Moon. Join us 9 o'clock tonight. We've got a special Purim edition of Behind the Bima planned for you. You don't want to miss it. Take a moment, please, to subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you're watching on YouTube, you see the subscribe button. Please take a moment to press it and to be alerted and notified in real time every time we go live with our next year, our next program. Until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, and stay holy.